Yo, what's going on? This is Kieran for Getting Our Shit Together. And I'm delighted to be joined by Dre, who goes by King Dre. And his brand is How To Be A Player. It's a slightly different to Ghost Brand. Dre, thank you for, for chatting with us, bro. Oh, thank you for having me on, man. Thank you, man. It's a pleasure. <laughs> pleasure to be here, bro. Well, no, the pleasure's mine, man. Especially, like, I know where you're at with the amount of followers and stuff like that. And you're really, you're really ahead. So, uh, yeah, that don't mean nothing, man. Well, listen, um, maybe you could just give us a bit of an introduction about who you are and what your brand is and, and what you're out here doing. Um, well, uh, I go by the name of King Dre and my brand is uh, How to Be a Player. I don't want to say it's a brand. It was uh, the name of my my YouTube channel originally, right? Um, yeah. And not not that I wanted it to be pro provocative, but it's eye catching, and it's the way that it's a way that I live, right? Um, a way that I've always lived. So, um, sorry about that. That's okay. It's a way that I've always lived. So, um, you know, I just wanted to bring that into the, I guess to the internet world, but I know it's a, a title to, that'll get the player word kind of turns heads and it's a provocative a little bit, right? So I could have named it anything else, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always called myself a player. So I said, okay, let me name it this, but I won't say that that's my complete brand, right? No, for sure. And then on my social media, I have, I have it as uh, the profile picture, especially on TikTok and Instagram, because mm -hmm. a lot of younger guys, a lot of younger guys are attracted to things like that. And that's, I'm trying to reach them to help them. So if they see player, they think, oh man, uh, I'm gonna learn how to get laid and da da da. But here I am teaching them how to spot this in a woman, what not yeah, to tolerate, yeah, yeah. have some self-respect, get your shit together. Of course I teach to get laid and all of that stuff. But you know, I, I'm also want guys, like how you have your get your stuff together, you get your shit together. It's the same thing. It's kind of like how I want it, how I envision. And it was all based on, I don't like seeing men being taken advantage of by women. Like I have a soft spot for that. I, I, I hate to see women take advantage of men and divorce rape them and cheat on them. And guys are, you know, down in the dumps yeah. because I believe that uh, weak, broken men make a weak, broken society. So whenever you have, whenever you have a society where the men are weak, the society is basically weak. And yeah. that's what you see a lot in Western countries, uh, in the UK, yeah. uh, Europe, countries in Europe, in America, uh, you know, certain developed countries in Africa, uh, Asia and certain places. So, you know, they have this Western ideology and uh, this Western feminized, feminist ideology seeks out to destroy men. And, yeah. We have well, become were, weak. Yeah, you're you're referring to something there, which is like we we talked about it a little bit before. It's that quadrant thing of like strong men make strong societies, strong societies right. build weak men, just right. out of sort of necessity. The the it's you don't have to be strong to survive. So life is cushy for us in the West. Right, so right, right. Don't have to hit this higher standard, um, which is really interesting. I mean, I I'm sure uh, like you, I'm in lots of different sort of groups on Facebook related to dating, divorce groups. And like you're talking about these guys just getting like divorce raped or however you want to say it. And they, it's a mindset thing. And I, I like the first, like you can see it, right? Where it's like a guy will make a post and it's like, and I'm sure you've seen hundreds of these and it's like, oh, uh, my woman cheated on me. Uh, we're still living at home. She kicked me out of the bedroom. I'm sleeping on the couch. She occasionally wants to bang me. 
Uh, I just want her back. Uh, I love her so much. And it's like, dude, where's the, yeah, where's where's the like, punishment for her? Like, not physically, obviously, but where's the like pushback? Where's the, she's just beating you up. And it's right, a mindset right. thing. And that's like, yeah, that's the first thing. But it just, it just made me think. But we were, just to intro out a little bit more, we were talking before the call um, about, because I thought we might have a little bit more of a debate, your brand being the, the player thing and mine being more oh, well, traditional maybe. But yeah. actually we, we spoke and yours is, isn't is just like, the, it's like you're saying, the player thing is more of like the eye-catching. You get the guy through the door because what young guy doesn't want to learn to get laid? Right. Um, but then you're going to keep him around by being maybe a, a father figure or being like, look, here's, here's some things I can point out for you. Right. You see, the thing is, um, society feminized uh, media and society. And I don't want to talk too much about this on your channel because they kind of flash. Go for it. Go for it. They kind of demonized the term player. The term player originally, and I use it as in its original term, uh, the term player originally meant a guy who was good at doing what he was doing. So whatever it is. Right. Um, and it came from a street, an urban arena like they would call guys who were like the good at what they were doing if whether they was drug dealers or pimps or right. whatever they were good the guy these guys who stood out they would be called players top dogs yeah, yeah the guys the top yeah. dogs they were yeah, the yeah. players right yeah but with being this type of guy this attracts the most women so you, you have this association with you know being masculine and being dominant in whatever area that you in this naturally has women right you naturally have women well, of course, women can't tame and control these type of guys. So over over time, this became this term became demonized. Yeah. Right. It became demonized. So that's why I was talking to you earlier, like the the, the mindset of how I say, like, I've always felt like I was a player. Like, I feel like I'm good at what I do, whether you have one woman or whether you have 10 women. I'm good at what I do. I'm good at dealing with women. I'm good at. You know, that's what the term player originally meant. And that's the, I use it in that context. It don't mean uh, manipulating 10, 15 women. It don't mean, uh, you know, abusing and women and none of that shit that they think that it, that they say that it means. It doesn't mean that. And right. this is coming from somebody who I come from the places that these terms originate. If yeah. you understand what I mean. Yeah, no, 100%. 100. That's an interesting history lesson of the word player I did yeah I because I, as you're saying it I'm like yeah actually I think I think I do remember that like maybe 20 years ago yeah like, a long time ago it was it yeah. wasn't now it's, it's kind of demonized but back then it was just more so the guy who was doing his thing with whatever he was doing but this guy had a lot of women you understand yeah, what I'm saying yeah, yeah. because I can I can be a, yeah I can be a trick right I could be a guy who gets a lot of women by spending my money and being a trick right and paying for sex does that make me a player just because I have a lot of women because I'm you know I'm uh I'm paying for them? no um I can be a guy who uh uh kidnaps and drugs and date rapes women and shit like that and I can get a lot of women that way does that make me a player no um you know I can be a guy who abuse women and beat them up and you know take do the narcissistic thing that don't make you a player the player is just a guy who was good at doing what he was doing um and just doing yeah. it the right way so that's that's where i come from with it that so that's an interesting thing so a lot of guys in our industry who are who have been coaches um a lot of them have sort of come from a, a, a very difficult place maybe they're even on the asperger's or autism side a little bit and they put loads of time and effort into this skill like becoming 
generally attractive to the opposite sex, right? And then they're like so excited about that that they that it takes over their life and then they want to teach it. You look like someone who never really struggled with this too much. So no, what was really your didn't. what's your origin story there and how you came to be and um where 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 are you from? Where where country? London. Are you from? London, okay. Well, you guys pretty much have like um kind of the same kind of thing that we have over here where you have like kind of um rougher urban environments. So I come from a kind of environment like that, an urban right. environment. And in these environments, especially back in the days, um it was a lot going on and the guys in this environment were a lot more ruthless, so to speak. It wasn't as um, structured as far as um, uh, man, woman, how, it wasn't like this. It was just, I don't know, it's crazy, it's hard to describe, but uh, I said that to say within the music, you know, because you grow up seeing pimps, you grow up seeing drug dealers that have a lot of women and stuff like this, and these guys are ruthless. And, yeah. and when I say ruthless, I mean not they're not pushovers as far when it comes to women, right. you know. And also, the women were a lot more aggressive in these environments, even still today. The women are and women are in, who are from uh, poor environments or improv, impoverished environments where yeah. they have a system of government to depend on, because every poor environment or country in the world don't is not like this. But when you have women who don't depend on the men in their society and they can depend on the government, they're a lot more masculine, right? Yes, because, exactly. and, and they have a lot, a lot less respect for the man. So here you've always had this, and it started with feminism in the 60s. That's why you see when you hear me talk, you always go in on feminism. And a, a feminism had a lot to do with this in, in these type of communities. But when you have this, this, uh, this element where, you know, you have an impoverished society, but the women don't depend on the men, right? So there's no kind of connection. So you have women who are ruthless, um, taking advantage of men, doing whatever they want to because they, they're not protected by these men. They're more so protected by the government. They get their yeah. food from the government, they get, and all of this shit. So here you have an environment that's kind of like the wild, wild west. It's, it's crazy. This breeds, you, this, this breeds you to have to be a certain type of way. So, um, and this is just me noticing things. So I came up in an environment like this. Mm. Bitches ain't shit. I heard this when I was six years old, <laughs> right? And in music, that's the mentality that you're hearing. Ain't yeah. shit. So yeah. I grew up with, and, and I grew up this way, basically. And it was just based on my environment, the music that I listened to, the um, because this was the type of music that we listened to in my in our environment, um, the movies and things like that. And then you get you start dating and dealing with these same type of girls who have mothers who are ruthless, right? Yeah. So we have to deal with them at 10 and 11 years old. Um, yeah. And you have to learn how to navigate it or you get chewed up and spit out. It's the same way, even in, even in different type of environments. The thing is the men in these environments are castrated. The men in my environment are not castrated. So there's a pushback. And What's the um, difference? What's the difference in the men specifically? Let's say from a I guess you're talking like a like a you'd call it a lower middle class, maybe impoverished background versus like a maybe where I came up. I came up quite easy, you know, like quite middle class. Yeah. So, so in, in, what, in a lot more, a lot of a lot of a lot of different environments. Like let's say if you if you don't come from, and I'm only speaking in this isn't this isn't indicative of every poor society or every impoverished society. We're talking about 
a society that has that's impoverished, but the women don't deal with the men. And there's also feminism that permeates the minds, right? This feminism thing. So you have a, it's a, com a combination of things. And this is what you see the way that these women act. But when, yeah, but when well, I, no, but I, I agree with you. I agree. No, with I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting, like what you're saying. I'm, I'm getting into what you're saying, but the difference, I just wanted to let that lay that out there. And yeah. not so you just think, oh, well, poor women or poor impoverished people, they, they all of them don't act like this. It's just certain minded people. Yeah. Um, the difference is, and uh, let's say like for, let's say like a middle class or a suburban type of environment, um, they were are kind of groomed through the media, movies, school, their mothers to put women on the pedestal and you worship women. I and you know, uh, women are God's green earth versus I grew up here and bitches ain't shit. Right, 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 right. Right, so right. Uh, I grew up here, these hoes, these hoes don't love you, these hoes want your money. I grew up hearing that, right? It's good that I grew up hearing that because guys who grew up hearing put women on the pedestal, finding out that these hoes want your money. I don't care what background <laughs> they're from. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's, it's not necessarily well i would say it's more, i would say the truth's in the middle i would say both yeah. ends of those axes are wrong and the truth is right. more in the middle. but yeah, yeah right yeah. right but you know a lot of, in our space you know a, a lot of guys are finding out that um you know and of course certain things like the way we grew up and hearing things like bitches ain't shit that's kind of extreme and i understand that i'm not gonna say that that's it's you know bitches ain't shit but it's extreme but it was necessary because a lot of bitches wasn't shit a lot of bitches ain't shit now. A lot of bitches, they do dirty shit. Just, you know, we have, you know, they vilify men and masculinity and all this shit, but they don't talk about how most of these men are taking care of children that's not theirs. They don't talk about, you know, uh, you know, the ugly side of females and shit like that. But we grew up seeing this. Yes. You understand? We, we grew up no, seeing it. Definitely. And that's that right across the board in Western countries, which is, I guess, all we can speak for, is yeah. actually I don't know. Maybe you've lived in a in an authoritarian Eastern country, but I haven't. But there's the, the microscope never seems to be on the women or women at large, right? Right, it's like, right. You, they're, they're, like in terms of what the news is talking about, the, the programs, the the films, anything. Like, I mean, you and I on a on a podcast or something can talk about it. But it, yeah, like I say, it's just like where's the introspection? And it's and if you're going to talk about like averages, general generalities, it does feel like women are not being told this message of like self responsibility in the same way that maybe men are. Of course not. No, no. Um, that's completely due to again the f word uh, feminism. I want to keep saying it on your channel, but it's okay. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, you know, I kind of got into this thing a few years ago, about 10 years ago, because I was always wondering, like, why do why do why is it why do women have this disdain for men? Like, why does it seem like they have a disdain? Why does it seem like we have a disdain for them? Like, you know, it would almost seem like when you hear a guy say bitches ain't shit, that sounds like there's some type of disdain there. Right. Yeah. So yeah. As I got older. I got older. I wanted to realize. So I started getting into, you know, studying different schools of thought and I landed on feminism. So I started to get deep and deeper into feminism and, you know, going back into the fifties and sixties and, you know, specifically here in America, how, um, 
uh, let's figure out a way to say this without being too politicky. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically here in America, uh, feminism was used um, because back then in America, the history of America ain't all great, right? As you, I'm pretty sure you know, mm-hmm. as far as with race and Civil things rights. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So feminism in the 60s um, was a tool used to kind of curtail the civil rights movement, right? Right. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of it's crazy when you uh, when you kind of look into it. So um, I kind of forgot where I was going, but yeah, man. We're identifying the wider trends, and yeah, what? Where does this come from? Where does this? Um, the, the, okay, the, got you. Yeah, the analysis on men from society at large. And the lack yeah. of analysis on women, yeah. Right, right. You have this, um, like I said, you have this feminism thing, and um, it almost seems to be like a gender war. Uh, kind of feels like that. Over. Certainly online, it feels like, it, doesn't it? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's 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 every day, every day, even around you. Um, just the way women, like most women, most women see men as an enemy, like as a threat to them. Even walking down the street, they see men as some type of threat to them. Yeah, right? I tell you what, yeah, but just in London, um, we have you heard of this Sarah Everard? Maybe not. I don't think. No, it's no, no, I never heard of. So this is like national news at the moment. So this happened about maybe two weeks ago now. I think uh-huh. this lady was abducted, and it looks like she was killed by this police officer. And it was this enormous thing. And now, um, yeah, there are all these sort of this 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 backlash from it, and. And you know, I think it's mostly online, and it online is always a little bit noisier than real life. And if you right, go, right, right. If you go outside, people are generally all right. And right. Twitter's a little bit more extreme, but um, but yeah, it was like you were seeing some of this stuff, which was like um, there was a peer in the House of Lords who was suggesting that maybe there should be a curfew for men after six pm. She then she walked that back later. It's fucking insane. Like <laughs> it's nuts, right? It's an insane thing to say. Like, like women don't kill men in their sleep. There was a girl that just got arrested for shooting her man in the head. She shot him in the head. Um, while he slept. Woke up. Yeah, while he slept. He thought he oh. had a brain aneurysm. She rushed him to the high. He, he was like, oh, he woke up with a headache. Um, Woke up with a headache. Say, rushed me to the hospital. He thought he was having a brain aneurysm. Turns out he got a bullet in his head and she accidentally shot him. So should we put women in cages because this bitch shot her man in the head while he was asleep? Right? Fuck like come yeah. on. It's but you gotta think of how sick that is, right? Yeah. Um, yes, whoever that man was should be prosecuted to the fullest extent. They should put him under the jail for doing yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but men have a curve. We're kind of like this is that's feminism though. And feminism is an ugly cancer designed to destroy men. Well, just, just just to fill it out, like it's that I mean, it's, it's like that was very, I think that was roundly uh, dismissed. Like that's not going to be right. a law or anything like that. You um, know what, though? God. If we don't, if we if, if we keep letting things like that slide. See, we look at it like it's crazy right now. Right now, it's like, oh, that's insane. This is never going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Right. But the way things are going in about 20 years, if this don't slow down, that probably will be a thing. Right. Um, And I'm not saying it to scare anybody. But when you think of things uh, in December 2019, right, you would never think that there would be a virus to shut the whole world down like this. Right. We've seen. But just that's how fast things can change. And now 
you can't go anywhere without a mask. You almost feel not safe if you don't have a mask on sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So where we didn't even can't even fathom that. Um, like there's certain things throughout my life that I've seen in history that I would never have been able to even fathom, like Barack Obama being president. Yeah. I was literally arguing with a guy two or three years before he was president and not to kind of shift it away. No, 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 literally no. arguing, getting ready to fight him about will there ever be a black president in the United States, right? Oh, wow. Literally come, and I'm like, that'll never happen. He was like, oh, you never know. And we got into it, it was heated, literally on the brink of blows. And here it is two years later, we have a, a black guy, the president oh, wow. of the United States, right? Yeah. And I said, and, and if you, a lot, of, a lot of your viewers may not be from America, but if you're from America, you know how serious that is, right? Um, of course, yeah, yeah, I mean. It's serious, sorry. right? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I said that to say, when you say have concepts like, well, it, that's kind of crazy for a man to have, men to have a curfew. Yeah. It sounds crazy. Yeah. But if you look at the way things are going, right? It don't, if you really think about it, it don't sound far-fetched that people would really try to push with that. Case in point, you have this term called toxic masculinity, right? You hear this term all the way, toxic yeah, masculinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How crazy is it that the, the ills of human beings, men, the, the negative qualities of men and women, you lump them over under a thing called toxic masculinity. If I say, hey, uh, be strong, uh, don't confide in your woman. They say, oh, you're holding your emotions in, you're toxic. Are men the only people who, toxic masculinity, are men the only people who hold their emotions in? Are men the only people who get aggressive? are many only people who get violent, right? Yeah. All of these things have been labeled toxic masculinity. And these are just shortcomings of human beings, the negative personality traits of human beings in general. But here you have this term that all these kids use and they believe mm -hmm. that somehow the ills of that, the downfalls of human society are the, 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 the traits of a man. Yes, yes. And this, this term has become the norm. And yes. where does that take us? If you look down the road, where does that take us in 10 years? You already have a you already have men being stigmatized and demonized in a way that where you can't even walk with your shoulders broad in public. Well, I mean, mate, yeah, exactly what you're saying. I've just realized something else as well. They brought in on the back of this Sarah Everard, this murder case, they brought in um, misogyny. Any type of misogyny is now going to be a hate crime, right? So misogyny, misogyny obviously, anti-women speech. Misandry is anti-men speech. But there's no misandry hate speech law. Now right? listen, now listen. It's but a that's crime. Wrong. That's unequal. It's a hate crime, right? Yeah. So do you know how many times, and, and, and this is not to, I don't believe in violence, right? Especially violence against women. I don't believe in that. But you know how easy it is for somebody to label something a hate crime? Yeah, incredibly easy. A woman can spit on me and I slap her, right? It's just a reaction. I slap her. Yeah. I would slap a kid if he spit on me. I would slap <laughs> a dog. But being that though, this is a one, now it's a hate crime. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, you don't need a huge amount of evidence behind it. You can just label it. This is a hate crime. This is a hate crime. And that becomes more serious a thing. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah, it becomes more serious than a, than a regular fight or, you know, um, it's like, the, it's like the RICO thing in Amer the American justice system. It's like, oh, let's label it RICO or label it domestic terrorism. Yeah, and then that, yeah, that RICO, slap. RICO, you got, 
Yeah. I, I hang with a guy. This is how easy it is. This is what I'm saying. If you would have said in the 1950s and 40s yeah. that, okay, if this guy in this neighborhood robs and sells drug, right, but he associates with these guys and these guys go to work every day, uh, all of y'all can go to jail for 50 years because y'all hang with this guy. If you would have said that in the 1940s, people would think you were crazy. But here it is. Yeah. We have laws like this. If yeah. I associate with somebody and I don't have nothing to do with their criminal activity or whatever, this is just my friend and we hang out, I can go to jail for 50 years too, right? Yeah. So yeah. this is how, when I say, when you think about it, it's like, oh, men gonna have a curfew. This is absurd. It's yeah. not absurd when you think about where we're going. I it, agree. It sounds, like, yeah. it sounds crazy. This sounds insane, but it's scary too at the same time. It definitely is. It definitely is. And you're right. I mean, I'm sort of just dismissing it. Oh, that never happened. But you're right. I mean, crazy things <laughs> have happened. And that is kind of the trajectory. I mean, I would just like, whether this would ever happen in society, maybe that's a role of, of the likes of you and I, who need, we need to have this sort of concept of like, look, men and women are equally valuable, but they're different. They bring different things to the table. It's like their roles aren't the same. Like women don't want to go out and approach guys and do the legwork of, they want to sit back and they're the ones who get approached. And that's natural. That is the right, way it should right, be. Right, it's natural. And it's right. like, but you can't, but all right, again, another thing that's on the back of this Sarah Everard thing, we're going to have plainclothes police officers in nightclubs when our nightclubs open up now uh, as, a, as a ruling, right? And it's just, okay, that's fine. That's fine to protect women. Women do need protection. Like, I, you know, right, there's right. This big, all of that stuff, right? They do get wolf whistled. They do, they do find all this different stuff that we don't have to deal with, right? Right, right. But we do have to have some sort of leeway for clumsy attempts that guys make if they're not violent, but they're just clumsy of trying to hook up with a girl because that's what society is. Society is men and women hooking up. Right, so it's right, like right, we right, can't right. just demonize this thing and, and make it worse and worse and worse and worse. I mean, it's already at this pretty bad level. And guy, I mean, what is guys have approach anxiety? I reckon this is probably half the issue because they're thinking, well, am I allowed? Is it legal? Like, you know, it's right, almost right. that sort of way of A lot of younger guys, see a lot of older guys like me, like, I don't give a fuck about that. If I see a good chick, I'm gonna go talk to her. But a lot of younger guys, especially guys who live on the internet and you know, they don't, they haven't experienced the real world yet. They really truly believe that they'll get in trouble for approaching a woman. They yeah. really believe that like, they're scared to, not that they're scared to talk to women, but you have a, cause I deal with it all the time. Like guys are literally, and of course, I try to go in and figure out if they have some type of fear of rejection and they generally don't. They just it's just like, you know, some of them it's like, you know, well, I see this all of the time. And it's like, you know, that's that's propaganda, man. Um, yes. And that's yes. that's scary. That's bad. That's scary. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, just, it's completely scary to where you have men and guys, young guys who are scared to even go talk to them and be sociable. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. That's that's insane. That's one of the most freeing things about all of this dating stuff. Like if you're watching this and you're thinking about whether you want to get in and try and go up and start approaching women and, and getting better at this stuff, it's so freeing. That that ability of like, oh yeah, like the line of what is acceptable generally in society is way further than I thought. Like, and, and you just, once you get to this place where I just, I remember feeling that 10 years ago, right? I remember going out in the public and feeling not anxious, but you know, like, certainly not as free as I do now. Whereas like, if I right. go out, it's like the world is my ally. The world's on side because I know how to talk right. to men and women. Right, right, right. But you feel the same. Right, yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, I just, it just, it's another thing. Like, is it, look, I, I, 
regardless of getting dates and hooking up and all of that, like that's like, almost the bigger thing from getting into something like like dating like this. Yeah, yeah. But, but listen, man, well, that, that might be a good place to uh, to call it for now. And okay. um, yeah, I just want to say thank you so much for your time. And oh, let's do sure. this again sometime if you. If, uh, if you yeah, can. just yeah, just hit me up, man. Just let me know. Um, kind of busy, man. No, of course, I know. Yeah, no, of course, mate. Of course, of course. But yeah, just, we, if we've I'm had a down, really, man. Yeah, decent, mate. We've got a really good chat. We've covered some stuff here, a little bit spicy, but I think we, I think we're on point here. I think if someone listens yeah. the whole way through, I don't think they could get us another thing. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Well, listen, I will. Um, I'll speak to you soon. Okay.